Canadian e-radio bussy. Well, I started the recording. Oh, fantastic. Do we still do the theme song then? I could pump it through. Yeah, let's just continue the uh, this this uh, this farce, this charade, just a little bit more. Why don't we? Let's just uh, yeah, let's do a one-hour show of pre-show. Oh, that'll probably be a, the good one then, because peas will get here any minute, and then we're really going to be rolling. Well, when he gets here, uh, tell him we haven't started yet. Great. Oh, no, if you tell him that, then he'll say, oh, well, I'll be back in five minutes. I have to eat dinner. Or make it. If you haven't started yet, if you haven't started yet, I'm just going to go cook my paschetti. I'm going to make four gallons of water in a pot. I'm going to boil it, and I'm going to put eight ounces of dried paschetti in it's a very bad peas impression. I feel like the first thing that you have to get down for a peas impression is like the cadence. You know? Peas is one of those guys that's just kind of recalcitrant to impersonations. It's I was hard about to, do. to say, uh, exactly. Uh, there, there's so much to take in there that, you, that if you dare to defy. And, and try to do an impersonation of Reverend Pease. Not only do you have to pontificate his personality, but you have to arbitrate his, his armpituality. For a guy that lives out in the desert, though, he smells surprisingly good. I was, I was very pleased with his level of hygiene. Yeah, but then the again, smelled him is after I tricked him into touching my poopy pants. But he immediately washed. <laughs> recalcitrant. Oh. More like recalcipants. Alright, you just bought yourself one minute of theme song, mister. Oh, goody. How long is the theme song? This long. This is how long it is. You know, back in my day, we had these songs. They'd be at least this long. If not longer. Why, my grandpappy took me up behind the woodshed one day, beat me with a theme song. It was this long. This long. And then one day my uncle, he took me back around the woodshed. He pulled off his pants and he whipped out his theme song. It was this long. It was this long. Hey, look at that. I connected. Oh, great. We made it. That's right. It is. It turned out to actually be time for the show named time for the show. Dot com. It is time for the time for the show show. With a theme song that's this long. I'm, uh, who am I again? Fox? Uh, you're the button pusher and lever puller. And you're Fox. And we're I broadcasting am. out of all that, all that you know the thing. Yeah, normally, normally we uh, we run into each other at this intersection here in the hallway every week. But in, uh, tonight, uh, we actually met up, and we are in the same exact room with one microphone between us. Yet, oddly, still sounds like two shitty phone headphone setups over discord but no we're really here we're really here and we've made it we were planning this for you well, i just want to get something straight right here at the top of the show not me and then then we can get on to the show 
Okay. I've been watching a lot of uh, Chris Hansen. He has a new show, by the way. Guess what he's doing? Oh, man. I hope it's uh, like macrame and uh, like bunt, co- uh, bunt cake recipes. Close. Uh, he's busting pedophiles. Oh, wow. Yeah. Just like Martha Stewart. So I've been watching a lot of that, and the, the classic Catch a Predator has been like turning up in my feed more because of that. And uh, I just want to say, having a crush on one of the girls who played the decoys does not make me a pedophile. So no. I want everybody to stop. She was of age. Completely legal. So if she had gotten picked up and taken out back behind the woodshed and shown a theme song that was this long, uh, yeah, completely legal. Completely legal. Anything you wanted to do to that young girl. Yeah, so Fox, please tell everybody to stop. Stop Well, as the... Just because I have crush on one of the Chris Hansen decoys. I've I've got that ability because, as we know, Chris Hansen is back and, and Cucker Tarlson... Uh, took a dive this week, which was a huge blow to me because that was going to be my big surprise for everybody that I was going to be the next guest on Cucker Tarleton, like tonight at like 9.45 p.m. I was going to plug the show and he done he done up an R-U-N-L-O-F-T. I don't know what to say. Uh, but there, there is talks in the works with the folks over at Fox News. They liked me. We had a lot of discussions about my name and how fond they were of it. They had a lot, all these, like, they wanted me to just sign autograph after autograph and autograph. A lot of them were just blank pieces of paper, but <laughs> I didn't bring any headshots, you know? Uh, so yeah, there's definitely some talks, uh, negotiations, I'd like to say. Some, uh, the referendum of Dr. Fox News. And I will stay right here in front of everybody. Sheriff Grady Judd, if you ever try to arrest Fid Chuli for finger-banging that teenage-looking teenage girl of the legal age and variety down in Polk County, Florida, the future, future capital of the former Spanish Empire, you ain't got nothing on him. Dominion voting systems, way less credible than Fid Chuli and his interests. That's what I've got to say about that. And by the way, if you're getting if you're if you're getting busted in Polk County on a sexual predator sting, you are no professional sexual predator. Because I don't know about you, they arrest a lot of them there. Seems to be a lot of sexual predators in Polk County, and then they'll come around and they'll say, "Oh, you know, they came in from out of town." I was like, "Yeah, what the hell are you doing to attract them there?" Sure, you got them this time, but what about the 17 times they visited Polk County? Maybe they ought to try calling it Polk County. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't get it. It's like a digit, digital penetration joke. All I know is... Uh, Which is know. what we're supposed to be doing with this stupid radio show. We're on the internet. We're on the radio at the same time. And we're supposed to be penetrating, Fid. How, how are we supposed to manipulate our virtual audience if we are not digitally enabling the community? How do well, I finger I don't know, bang Fox, the viewers? What are the latest uh, penetration numbers? Uh, I can definitely tell you uh, between 0 and 10. On a scale of 0 to 10... How many fingers were you penetrated with? On a scale. Hold on, I gotta take off my sock. What's the next question? How many time zones are there in the USSR? In like the good old USSR? Like Rocky Top Mountain? Like Crystal? Rock Candy? Crystal Meth Mountain. I'll tell you what the next question is. Where the hell is Pease? I don't know, but that means we're in pre-show, right? There's no show if Pease isn't here. We can't do all of those wonderful segments that are aimed around him, like the Pease O-Box, or the Ask Pease segment, or uh, 
uh, uh, peas in a podcast. We can't do that. Who's going to apologize? So by no means any anyway. This is not this is not the show. This is not a show. You know, sometimes there's a show in this time slot. You wouldn't know that. But when this show is here, you know, it, we have to have peas. And who are we without his penis on us? With us. Why we're no better than Polk County. Polk County. Polk County. That's where you really go to test your metal as a pedophile. <laughs> it's like when you're on a pedophile message board and they're like, hey man, take the Polk County challenge. <laughs> the latest TikTok trend. Yeah. Find yourself a, an overly well articulate uh, uh, teenager in a in a text based chat room, and then go meet them in Polk County. Well, where's my scissors? I was going to trim my armpit hairs while we're still in pre-show. Hey, all I got said, and I'm not I'm not a lawyer. You know, I'm not that kind of doctor. This is not legal advice. All I'm saying is. When the cops ask you, you know, what were you doing here? There's the all-American defense that they edit out of every single episode because they don't want you to know it. But it's, hey, man. I'm a boat. She started it. She probably did, little slut. You know what? I actually believe those guys when they say it's their first time. Chris Hansen busts the guys and they go, I swear to God, it's my first time. I swear it's my first time. And he always goes, you know, I hear that a lot. I hear that a lot. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, I think it kind of makes sense because, uh, I mean, think about what these guys' batting average must be at getting 13-year-olds to invite them over to the house and bring beer. Like, which is the better, which is the better That's route to go in that, in a, in that way? Like, whether you're telling the truth or not, uh, it's like, you know, oh, I'd never do this. This is literally the first time I've done this versus the guy that immediately breaks down into tears. And goes, I know, man, I got a problem. I need somebody to stop me. I'm a sick individual. Which way, which way could you go on that coin toss? Well, I guess you can't really choose. We're tossing the coin here. I like the guy that um, he said he was just going to come over to be her mentor, even though yeah. Chris Hansen was like, well, you know, we have the chat logs. But, uh, and then he actually, this one guy pre-wrote a letter that he left in his glove box of his car that, like, <laughs> that enumerated his intentions to become this girl's, it was like a letter to her parents, like, oh, I found your daughter on this chat room, and she was... Talking about how she wanted to blank my blank. Wanted me to blank her in the blank while I blanked her blank. Kept kept telling me she wanted to see more of these pictures I was sending her. <laughs> so I, I thought you should know <laughs> that uh, your daughter's engaged in this behavior. Putting a lot of thought into it. It makes it a little bit worse, right? Than just yeah, the guys when you bring, just straight show up like. Yeah, it's like an improv session versus like a theatrical performance. One has props, you know, a little bit of a backstory to go with it. Yeah, there's a B plot. Yeah, I'll just say that uh, child molesters are the improvisational comedians of the predatory world. That's that's it. That's it. Yeah, and improv comedians are the child molesters of the comedy world. Goes both well, ways. Yeah, no, yeah. uh, went without saying, but I really do appreciate that alliteration. Expanding upon that profound bit of knowledge, there, I'm glad we're all a little bit wiser now, because we learned something from an external source. You're not intelligent, but you are a little more wise now. So yeah, I guess peas quit. I know he was sending his dick pics to Elon Musk all weekend from out in the desert. Dry. But poor peace. Too bad. Peace. I know the fans are really 
hoping for a show tonight, but uh, <sighs> they're going to get an hour of pre-show. Yeah, should we start? Should we start writing the show notes now? Um, be- because I definitely now have would be a good time. Yeah. I have nowhere. No, nothing. I have no notes. Like, what episode number is this? What's the date? I hate that part. Uh, then, and you have to yeah, come up with the, the two goofy sound effects that you're going to introduce the show with. Oh, a title. You know, we always come up with the titles. And that's going to play big into the conversation that we have later, but rarely ever does. Looks good on the YouTube algorithms, though. Our, our titles are about the only topical thing about the entire experience of listening to time for the show. And then there's the part where, I see, I give you the part not to read on air, and then, then I give you the part to read on air, and then that has an introduction. But for the past couple of weeks, I've been having Show Rogan write those. Which it doesn't seem that I have uh, a, a great access to Show Rogan at the moment. Uh, I've been going through some hoops with some of that chat GPT. And uh, whatever it's called, hugging face. You ever have to tokenize your chatbot fid? All right, sorry, we're were we doing show? No, pre-show. Just working on the oh, notes. Pre-show, okay. Yeah. 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 You know when you're working on the notes and like a little bit of pre-show squirts out. That's what we're doing right now. Just that little what, bit. Do you know? Do you know who your blind eye is going to be later? Because I we always start the show with blind eyes. Uh, I think I, don't, I, I think like, I I came up with one. I mean, when in doubt, just say something racist. Works every time. Knocks them dead. Knocks them dead. When it comes to racist jokes, our listeners hang around like monkeys. Dot com. That's right. Go to hangaroundlikemonkeys.com and select your race at the landing screen and then uh, strap in. Select your strap in. Not your strap on. Yeah. It's a strap in. You, it's already in your dick. I mean, in your butt. Or it could be in you your could, dick. You, you could do both. You know, urethral sounding is very popular with uh, several members of our virtual e-community. You shove it up your ass all the way until it pokes out of your urethra. Pokes out of your urethra. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have like a dickhead coming out of your dickhead. And you can jack them both off at the same time. The ancient art known as purling. Yeah. When I was in third grade and some kid first said the word hermaphrodite to me, he's like, mm-hmm. hey, man, do you know what a hermaphrodite is? And I was Were you like, asking for the bathroom? <laughs> 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 no, this is 93. <laughs> Oh, of course I said I knew what it was, because I wasn't going to be the guy that didn't know what a hermaphrodite yeah, man. was. Uh, yeah. yeah, man, of course, I totally know what a hermaphrodite is. I know the heck out of what that is. <laughs> my, my, my brother has two of them in his room. Luckily, he still explained it to me after I said yes, and he just said yeah. it's like a person that has a dick and a pussy. And then in my eight-year-old mind... I was like, well, wait a second. What does that look like? And the first sure. thing I thought of was it started as a pussy. And then there was mm-hmm. a dick coming out of the vagina itself. The vagina yeah, not like a, Not like an enlarged clitoris or something like that. No. It but was like, it was from, like, from like the planted, back of the uterine wall. If you planted a dick inside the vagina and it grew out of the pussy. And then at the yeah. tip of that dick, the urethra well, was another pussy. Of vaginas. And then out of that pussy was 
growing another smaller dick and it's just this fractal dick pussy going all the way down into infinity. Fractal dick pussy. Is, is that a band? band? Is it a band? Oh, we can, we we can look show at notes. We could have played yeah, is it a band with fractal band. dick pussy. I'll look it up. What is, what's your... Uh, you go first while I'm looking it up. Okay. All right. Fractal dick pussy. I mean, I feel like that would probably be some sort of like lo-fi EDM band. You know, get a lot, they get a lot of expensive beats from Europe. Uh, and then they play them backwards through a tape cassette um, and record that with their iPhone. I think that would be fractaldickpussy.com. I think that would definitely be a band. What, 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 how do you feel about it? Well, it's a great band name, which always increases the chances. But uh, it's a little mm, fractal dick pussy. It's a little, um, it, it's dense. There's a lot of intention in there. It would be, I'm going to go no, because you said yes, and, uh, just play it safe. I don't want to come in a tie. Yeah. Who wants to come in a tie when it comes to fractal dick pussy? Yeah, I'm not seeing anything. Oh, I'm not seeing man. Fractal Dick Pussy. I looked up Fractal well, you know, Dick Pussy band music. Should definitely uh, encourage our uh, our enormous viewer base and say, you know, for all of those out there with, and this is for the show notes because obviously they're not listening now. But you know that now, now if you got those Photoshop skills. Or you're down with some of that stable diffusion. Yeah, Fractal, comma, Dick Pussy. That's not the band name. There's no comma. There's no comma. Yeah. But if you want to set those two parameters in, Fractal, Dick Pussy. And just, uh, just render about 100 of those. Post them straight to the Discord. At discord.hypercubego.com. That's the, that's the address to the Discord. I believe in free speech. I, I administer... A Discord server. I'm a true patriot. Beyond Cucker. Damn! Did they get you? I was supposed to be on tonight. Where's Peas? Is he jeeping? Is he jeeping out there? Is he out there jeeping? Am I supposed boy. to spend the whole show just constantly drinking and smoking weed and pounding cigarettes when I have to use my mouth to do the show? This is bullshit. That's why I have you in peace. It's, it's the hardest part of the show. It's, you know, ninety percent is showing up. Ten percent is trying to leave. Words don't just grow on trees. You only are going to say a finite number of words your entire life. Every time Reset. you say a word, you're getting closer and closer to death. Because from the moment you're born, there is a specific number of words that you are going to say before you die. It's different for everybody. Yeah. But you have a number. You know, and words are like bitcoins. That's why monks are playing it safe. You know they're, they're they're storing all their words for when they're going to be That's worth why they something. They shut the monk up. But by doing this show, we're like really burning through our words. We're literally killing ourselves to do this show for you. Think about all those words I just said. If I didn't say them, I would be that much further from death. That must have been several dozen words just burned up, gone. I've said it a million times and I'll say it a million more. Talking will kill you. It kills us. I yep, mean, I've, because... I've stated uh, live on air that time for the show is it's, it's more than just a job. It's a duty. And I will die doing my duty. And that's what they want. Apparently 
You know, it's like, you know, hey, I'm going to do a backflip off this bridge. It's like, okay, well, somebody record it. At least get it on tape. That's the only reason we, we record any of this stuff is so that we know that if we ever say that same thing again, that we have 213 horribly sorted tapes where we might have said it before. And we can remind ourselves not to say it again. Talking will kill you eventually. It's like smoking. End of sentence. If you talk long enough, eventually it's going to kill you. I mean, because, put it this way, you can only talk so much before you've said too much. It doesn't take long for a lot of people I know. That's a verse out of the book of Fid. It's uh, chapter 11, verse 88. Yeah, I'm in chapter 13 myself. Oh, yeah, that. Is it 13 or is it 11? <laughs> I don't I'm know. I'm a terrible racist. I'm so bad at being a racist. I would never be a You're racist in Polk County. You're the... Yeah, because you'd be able to get away with it down there. There's no thrill. <laughs> and, then, and then Grady Judd would call me a yahoo. But then you just fire feelings. back like, hey, hey, I was just trying to molest that person before an illegal immigrant could. I was just trying to molest that Chris Hansen decoy, who is of age, even though she was playing a 12-year-old on the phone. There's the excellent play. Like, what are you doing here? I was hoping to meet you. <laughs> I knew you I, did the I, show. I, I'm a huge yeah, fan. You know, I've already been to seven other houses before I got here, and you weren't there, so I just left. Really? I knew if I wrote you a letter and asked if I could meet you, you'd say no. So this was the I, only way. I knew if I wrote you a letter and you told me you were a 14-year-old girl on the internet that you would say yes. Yeah, it's eventually going to come out that uh, Chris Hansen's fetish is pretending to be a 13-year-old girl online and getting dudes off. Yeah, That's how the show started. It was originally supposed to be a show about his, like, you know, crazy sexual deviancy. <clears throat> but then they decided, you know, we only got one Chris, but we got millions of these pedophiles. We should make the show about them. And then they smacked Chris in the face and told him he was a reporter. <laughs> and uh, he was actually busting <laughs> all the guys that he himself was talking to. That's why he never reads the chat logs and the videos. Well, he's he, also like, he, through it, but he already yeah, he knows. Oh, yeah, he's read it a dozen times before he comes out. Do you know he's always adjusting his belt when he comes out? That's right. He's a little sweaty. That's, yeah, he's always he's always standing behind that table. You're never going <laughs> to. I mean, that's got to be. That's why he always gets I'm, into the details like, oh. Chris, Chris said, Hansen wanted to blank is, her yeah. blank. Yeah, Chris Hansen's Tell kink is kink that. shaming. That's what it is. That's that, He just gets off on it. Which is the same well, thing. So, so do you draw a line? Do you do you just watch like Chris Hansen's professional pedohunters dot com on YouTube every every Thursday upload, or will you ever segue into that gray area where it's not like a reporter who's working with the police and has some dude? It's just some dude who's talking to guys online and meeting them out at Win Dixie at three in the morning. Yeah, that's because the first thing the first thing that comes across to me is like, first off, that's terribly unsafe. It's it's just it's just it's unsafe. crazy. It on, it, it's insane. It's crazy. You're gonna meet, yeah, because you're you're meeting up with someone that you know would more than likely uh, perpetuate a horrible negligent act upon a minor. And you're going well, to show they pick with... Walmarts and stuff to meet them in. Yeah. 
But so people know what we're talking about. There are these like amateur Chris Hansons out there that have YouTube channels where they do the same thing. They do the pedophile sting and then they bust the guy in the Walmart. But it's just like a guy and then another guy with an iPhone that's recording it. It's not a catch a predator sting house kind of thing. That's like doing this shit in public. Yeah, like a like a Craigslist deal, which I mean, it is. You are meeting up with a pedophile for alleged sex, so it is like the most Craigslist deals of Craigslist deals. But uh, it's it it's first off, you as a private citizen have no power or authority. You can you can only perform a citizen's arrest. Uh. Like after witnessing a felony, and depending on where you might live, it might even go further than that. Like you, like your or someone else's life has to be in immediate danger, so you can't arrest them. And if you show up as a pedobater, which is already a fantastic term that I just came up with and will not change, but you're going to you're going to go there. You know that there has to be for every for every Chris Hansen, there are ten imitation Chris Hansons. We'll call them Chris Hamsoms. And then out of that ten, three of them are going to be like the aforementioned episode about Jeremy DeWitt, fake cop pedo baiters. Doing all right there? Or are you adjusting your strap in? Yeah, sorry about that. Um, this is my favorite part of the show. We haven't even done the I sound think, check uh, yet. They should get Jeremy DeWitt to bust the pedophiles because it's like now he gets to pretend to be a cop and the pedophiles get busted. It's a win win. You know, show I, up I in think his I'm Metro gonna, State. I, yeah. Uniform. Yeah, once, I, once I once I finish editing this movie, I'm gonna go get Jeremy to wit, and we're going to yeah, we're gonna we're gonna start production on that immediately. Just need a catchy, just just a catchy title. Hey, Jeremy, Jer- Jerry D buddy. and the guys who show their PPs. <clears throat> Man, I sure hope peas goes. Gets here soon, so we can start the show. You know, I think the only thing that would make uh, To Catch a Predator better uh, would be uncensored photographs of everything that was uh, transmitted through the lines. So, yeah, I want to, yeah, like every, every dick pic gets like a 10 second hold on screen uncensored and in the corner they do it like one of those little japanese cartoon shows and they have the box down at the corner and you get like the real-time reaction that's what they should do they should just make it more like a japanese game show like you've been busted as a pedophile now you have to go through the double dare super sloppy obstacle course to get arrested You walk into the bar. There's a gun into the giant nose, (laughs) and none of the and none of the slime is green. The awkward silence is my favorite part of the show. Oh wait, what happened to my background music? Your pre-show background music? Yeah. You know, I like that just to just to get me wet. Because when you start the show, you got to start it at full speed. It's not like where they shoot the gun off and you're in place and then you push and you accelerate. You got to hit that 10 o'clock mark at full speed. And the only way to do that is to have the background music already playing. Puts you in it. Gets 
the juice is just flowing. a jam-packed hour of great content, which it could have been tonight if Peas showed up. Yeah, I had a lot of stuff planned for Peas. I was going to ask him who his blind eye was. I was going to ask him what he was going to apologize for later. I was going to ask him what his blind eye was again. I think his blind eye this week is his liver. Wait. You want to play Is It a Band again? Blind Liver? A blind blind Liver? Cover band? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're all, they all, they all play uh, whiskey jugs. And they drink out of them during the show, changing the pitch. Blind Liquor. Blind Liver. Right? Brine, brine liquor, brine liver. That sounds like a band. Brine liver. Put that down in the notes. We could do that one. Put it in the notes. Yeah, it's a it's a blind lemon uh, cover band, but they're all from Southern Korea. You know, that's something we could do, you know, to uh, to aid in the fight against communism. We can start getting all of these uh, Confederate flags made in China, and we could ship them over to South Korea and inspire them, you know? Bunch of don't tread on me flags. Sorry, I'm smoking. Smoking drugs. I'm hungover. <laughs> I don't know. I always say I'm hung, hungover, but um, man, you only I say that like... when you're hungover, and so you're not always hungover. But every time you are, you make sure to uh, you make sure to reiterate that. Well, I know that there's three states of being. There's drunk. There's hungover. And then there's a third one that I can't remember because I haven't occupied that space in a while. What's what's that third thing? Like, what is the thing when you're not drunk, but you're also not hungover? The, the halfway point? <laughs> yeah, like, what is it when you don't feel like shit? but you also don't feel as good as you did the night before. You're just kind of like, what is that? I, I, how do you do that again? I can't remember how to do that. There was a way to do that. Maybe I should have another beer and think about it. By the way, um, <laughs> This week's background music is every national anthem in the world. Fox can't hear it. But it's America's runner-up. I can tell by the waves. And it was probably made by a liberal because America's national anthem is near the end under you. And it's going in alphabetical order. Should start with A for America. So yeah, you're gonna have to stick around, everybody, to hear. What's your, uh, what, what's your favorite national anthem, Fid? I like um, the national anthem of Sentinel Island in the mm. Indian Ocean. I like the one uh, that uh, says Hitler did nothing wrong. Uh, I like I uh, God the save the gender perspective of our current monarch. Yeah. So we've got king and queen. What happens when there's the first non binary monarch in the UK? God save them. them. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, they much. can't be a king. They can't be a queen. We need to come up with a, uh, like, the they equivalent of king and queen. Yeah, and we're, and we're not saying that the king will begin identifying as a queen or vice versa, even though that is entirely possible. But eventually, eventually, you know, through the perpetuity of the monarch system, eventually there's going to be a, uh, a non-binary monarch. There's got to be. You're probably looking at them right now as, as you buy your Time Life memorabilia magazines at the, at the checkout counter. You know what? We're doing blind eyes because that, that's my blind eye. The King of England. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're you're the king of England. You know, why don't you go back to the fantasy <laughs> novel that you came from? Oh, look at me everybody. I'm the king of England. <laughs> like that doesn't even exist. It's like from like fucking Robin Hood or something. Congratulations. You can turn left on red. Hooray. <laughs> <laughs> King of England. You know, tying in with fantasy thing? tying in with fantasy novels, originally my blind eye was uh RPG makers, and for some reason, like everybody has to set everything in like like that's the most fascinating time that we lived in was just medieval Europe. Even the Japanese loved that. But I'm gonna change my blind eye to Americans who are infatuated and keep up with the monarchy like that's the, that's all it is it's it's just it's just mysticism it's the closest thing that they have to some other world which is what england is they're barely a country they need four others floating off their coast just to make it christopher columbus was my least favorite englishman But no, if you if you oh, spend your time, <laughs> was it behind the beer bottle? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I walked away from it. I was running my mouth. <sighs> oh, that's so good. Good, good so thing it's, it's not only the show. show. Yeah, if it <laughs> if we were trying to make this work, we'd be nowhere. We've even gotten through halfway. Uh, I mean, normally at this point we've barely made it halfway through the show notes we haven't even gotten to halfway of writing them no uh, well who's your blind eye piece that means we're still in pre-show he uh he told me like a half hour before showtime he was going to be here yeah, he was really excited about it. Got his, you know, I know he just got that n fancy new Starlink internet that he was going to broadcast to us on. This is uh, that we were going to plug Elon, everything like that tonight. You know, we were we were making a new partnership. You know, when I when I write the fake commercial for later, make sure I do it for Starlink. Oh, how well, much? How how much do you, you know, want to bet that that he canceled his home internet service for the Starlink satellite dish, and then took the satellite dish with his with him camping, and then on his way back from camping, he forgot to take the satellite dish off the roof of his jeep, and so now there's a uh, a bunch of little star dinklets littered across uh, the road out to and from the desert. He should have already had that when we went there to record the movie. It would look good to have a uh, satellite dish on top of the peas boat meter. It would have been nice to have uh, a satellite dish, period. It is, it is odd, though, that you will get better reception in the deserts of Utah than, uh, than you will in most of Central Florida. So take that, T-Mobile. You bastards. 
they're my they they're gonna be my blind eye tonight when we do that. That'll be my okay. favorite part of the show. T-Mobile? That'll be my favorite part. Yeah. We'd put that down in the notes here. So you're saying it I wouldn't don't... ruin your day if Al Qaeda attacked the T Mobile headquarters. What would I do? Lose service? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Nice. Uh. Yeah, T-Mobile is America's Skycom. Is that what they use? Those fucking foreigners? I'll look at my wife. You watch foreign television, Skycom? Yeah, yeah, that's the one they use. What's up with all these people on these British TV shows talking so funny? Yeah, um... They call that British comedy. They're just going to make noises with their mouths and people will find that amusing. Yeah, it's. um, That's not a soccer ball. It's my wife. Level (laughs) of humor. Yeah, I kick my soccer ball just as hard. <laughs> yeah, and I never touch her with my hands either. <laughs> Every now and then I do headbutt. And then I go drink it with the boys. <laughs> that's that's how you know that the uh that, that the sex life of the modern Brit must be non existent because to get that excited that you burned down your own city because you won a soccer game where the triumph isn't that you stayed awake throughout the duration of one soccer game, but that your group of six or seven dark specks you saw running around on a three mile green field, uh, happened to get the ball in the net at the other side of the fucking state line. Yeah, no, keep going. I'm I'm initiating the time warp. Oh, That's good. Test it uh, yeah. for when we start the show. Well, you know, I I just like to reiterate for the time warp and for our viewers in the Isles of Great Britain that your backwards world and your entropic march into madness slowly degrading into what would hopefully be recognized as a glorious memento of your stain yeah, on no, keep the going. coffee I'm, table I'm that the time is warp. world history. Oh, good. Test it uh, yeah. for when we start the show. You got yeah, nothing. I think we're doing a time you warp. Got, well, you got you know, absolutely stop. nothing. I, I, I just like to reiterate that for the time warp and for our viewers in the patrons of the monarchy. Time. That your backwards world, that when it comes and your entropic march into your entire world, slowly crashing, degrading, because nobody is going to recognize the authority of somebody with a point recognized as a somebody else. Glorious memento. Like you think you've got as much power as the Pope on the Roman Empire that is just because you were able to start around the same old lady. Well, you know, within years, I just like, and now you're going to change it for the time where you were just as old patrons of the monarchy. Yeah, you're back to where you're when it comes and you're in tropic march. I just like to reiterate because that nobody is going to recognize if somebody would end it. somebody else's glorious memento. You think you've got as much time as that no longer has Time warp. 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 Time warp.
Well, I guess we'll find out when one of us has to listen to this stupid pre-show later. So we can do, like, the pre-show, so like, whoever edits. Yeah. yeah. It'll just blink pre-show for the entire hour. I mean, to be honest, with as long as this pre-show it's been, we're already uh, almost an hour into the pre-show. It's going to be a really good show. Haven't even done the sound check yet, so it's not time for the show. I'm sure Bees is uh, wrapping up his dinner right now as we speak. The finest French paschetti. Flipping it in a pan. Braising it. Braised paschetti. Say that. Say that out loud. Braised paschetti. Braised paschetti. Branson, Missouri. Branson... Missouri. That's where we're going to take uh, time for the movie when it's done. We are going to America's heartland and the capital of entertainment. When it comes to lasting dynasties, the monarchy has nothing on dinner theater in Branson, Missouri. And we're going to have fresh reheated Salisbury steaks. We're gonna we're gonna dump the water and the mashed potatoes right there on your plate. You pay extra, we'll use hot water. Finest canned green beans our money can buy. And you'll get to swoop down this Swanson-esque dinner in front of a glorious four-foot bedsheet projecting time for the movie live. Live as a movie can be. What's the status of the movie? I checked on some of the uh, newer edits. Well, the last things, the last things that got thrown in to uh, the secret edit box for production team members uh, was easily before Hypercube got flooded. I think I'm just going to rename this movie Dr. Fox Can't Catch a Break. But I can definitely catch a brick. Just do one of those old school things where they did like an or time for <laughs> the show, time for the movie, or, or Dr. Fox Just Can't Catch a Break. We'll do that bit in the middle where I try to pull the rabbit out of the hat. The, the, the entire movie, when we do get it out on the road, will be performed live in a vaudevillian style. I've already got a bunch of old bed sheets that I'm knitting together like the little rascals. And we're going to go out, we're going to do the show live for everybody. It's going to be great. Pease is going to play the viola and do a little Russian line dance. Uh, Fid and I are going to hit each other. It's going to be really good. Hit, hitting each other so hard you'll hear it at the back of the theater. It'll also be funny. I'm pretty sure that that's more than I could say about the movie. The funniest thing about the movie is that it would that it would get done. The funniest but, uh, part is uh, you get to see Doctor Fox legitimately hurt me on film. More uh, than just spiritually, 
Well, we were filming the fight scene, and uh, Fox came down on my knee and bent in a weird way, and I was limping around for like three days after that. And um, right, do me a I believe that, that that scream is actually going to make it into the final edit. It's yeah, going to be the remixing, <laughs> remixing the end credits theme song to just fit screaming. Yeah, that actually prompted rewrites. We uh, we discussed that later on in the movie that Dr. Fox possibly broke Fidchuli's leg. We won't tell you how or where, but uh, I can guarantee you, you, that yes, you will see Fidchuli physically injured in real time on the big screen. It's going to happen. You know what, asshole? I know it, it just seems Are you a talking little to me? coincidental. Yeah, I'm talking to you. It's just a little bit too much of a coincidence that you broke my knee the day before I had a whole bunch of scenes that I had to run in. And not one time did I say we'll fix it in post. Yeah, because the only post was the one holding my leg straight. <laughs> So there's a scene where I'm like, I have to run alongside the van and I've got a crutch. And Fox is just like, just just run as fast just as go. you can. It'll be fine. And he was like, no, this isn't fine. This is. <laughs> Am I... And now we're going to have to explain in the movie why I have a crutch. Well, this is why it's incentive, incentive for the, the DVD commentary, you know, pre order now. <laughs> it will tell you all about why it is hobbling through half the movie. Yeah, let's not include that in the plot. Let's just put it in the commentary. Well, no, I mean, we were All we were already shooting. We were, yeah, reason. we were shooting. We were shooting rather linearly, you know. So you know, it's a road movie, so we're shooting it in order. There's only so much that we could go back and refilm, and right. we can't. We can't film. We can't really refilm a lot of stuff because uh, you lost your clothes at the airport. So now your wardrobe that doesn't match throughout the entirety of the movie will never match again. <laughs> yeah, there, there is that. Thanks yeah, to by my, the way, I, thanks to I defend my myself. Clo- on that. <laughs> yeah, I was I, have to give it. I was going to give that. I was to largely you. successful in my attempt to go to the airport on LSD. I, yes, I lost one to, bag. To the airport. Not at or in the airport or plane, but to the airport. My The last time I saw Fid before we met up weeks later, the last thing I saw was him thanking me for grabbing his phone from inside of Pease's house before he left on acid to the airport. <laughs> yeah, I do appreciate that. You're quite welcome. <laughs> but I made it to the correct gate on my very first try, like a big boy. Um, Even though you didn't notice that you were getting there 30 to 40 pounds lighter. Well, you know, at the last several flights I took, I only wore a backpack. And in this case, I had a backpack and like a stroller suitcase. Yeah. So... The stroller suitcase had to go through secondary security because it had the purple keyboard in it, the purple child's keyboard. Yeah. When they ran it through the With, x-ray, they said, oh, there's some just uh, a gi- electronic yeah, device. Just, just a giant box of wires connected up haphazardly. We need yeah. to- <laughs> so that went into secondary, and they're like, yeah, just wait here. And uh, then my backpack came through. And so I was like, oh, that's my backpack. So I grabbed it and I put it on and I went to my gate because I had my shit now. So yeah, I would hope that I if you were at least going to leave, if, if you were going to leave something behind for the TSA, it would have been more creative than that. Well, whoever opened that suitcase uh, was uh, not expecting to see what they saw. And we're so disappointed. Yeah. 
nothing nothing eventful came from that well put it this way when i filed the uh the lost and found report and i got to the box where it said describe what's in the suitcase <laughs> and they and they gave me a character limit of like 90 uh it was pretty hard to uh i mean I only had to pick out like one or two things that would be in there because there's no way that anybody else would have had anything that I had in there. Yeah, but normally, you know, I'd imagine that they get dibs on unclaimed luggage and, and something tells me that whoever threw dibs on it uh, was just aiming to be the first to throw it all away. Yeah, well, that's why you get that job, to throw away other people's belongings. And take they home don't even forty. Pay you. <laughs> yeah, take you, home you forty dollars for a week. The pleasure. Yeah. It's just they get a bunch of people from, uh, you know, that reality show Storage Wars, where it follows people around who bid on storage units that people are like non-payment on. It's just that the, those are yeah. the people that work at yeah. the airport blind eye to those guys i mean if yeah i want to meet a a bondage fetish specialist who is also a tsa agent because they will be the best equipped nothing will match but they'll have more than anybody else oh wait shit it's time for my favorite part of the show yeah i was about to say i think mine too All right, ready? Do it. I guess breaking that seal seals the deal because uh, I mean, we've made, yeah, with that. We've, made an, we've made an hour of pre-show and uh, you know, I think we got some good notes for the show, you know, and uh, we can use that when P shows up and we can do the show. But for now, uh, I, I, I believe uh, at least our obligations on bandwidth done, are going to met. what say you, Fidge? Uh, America's heartland and the capital um, of I'm entertainment. Time warp. So when it comes to lasting dynasties, the monarchy has nothing where to go, on dinner the theater to do it. in Branson, Missouri. But yeah, they might not hear. Just, and we're going to have we're in a time fresh, warp. reheated right Salisbury steaks. up. Right Time now, work. we're gonna dump the water in the oh, no, that's the wrong website. Right I went to hypercubego.com. You pay extra for the main pool for everything hypercube, which I can really only say that you can go and check out our Zazzle merch bot, and you'll get to merch bot on Zazzle. Swaps and S some custom print t shirts and sticks in front of a glorious four foot bed projecting time for the cut of that. But if you're wanting to follow more of Time for the Show and Live keep up with all of our inane ramblings, then go to timefortheshow.com. Subscribe to I checked on some of the newer edits. It's available on iTunes, The last things that Stitcher, thrown in to the secret favorite app that we know that you use because you're not one of those conformists was easily before Hypercube got connected. Subscribe if you're listening on YouTube. God I think I'm just going to rename but this hit movie the like Dr. Button Fox and leave a catch comment. A break. I have no idea how much that helps, but I can yeah, definitely tell me how break. much you hated this show right this dude now. Is old school and we wouldn't be like anywhere if it wasn't for our Patreons like Subject Key Chain, Bob South, Long Dead, show, Hazel, the Windmills, the movie, Caller 23, or, and Dr. Cosmos. They support independent bars, and you should too. By going to patreon.com slash hyper. We'll do that bit in the and middle or try to pull the rabbit to the out of the hat. Big old Molson drinking beaver beating sons of bitches the, the, the up in the great land of Canada. The, the ones that got away from live in a vaudeville uh, style. 